0: So I'm trying to up my content game. So in front of me, I have, I'm looking at my web camera. Immediately huh. behind the web camera is my Sony a seven which like maybe 5% of people like know what that is. And yeah. I got like the lens, which should be perfect for this distance to have everything behind me out of focus. Then I have like this monitor. I forgot the name of it. Like this other screen attached to it. So I could see myself. So I don't have to like walk behind my desk, but like, okay, the shot's good. And then I got this like, crazy tripod thing that has one, two, three, four, five, like seven articulation points. So it could be like, like this, so like a claw tech. to do it. But like, it just yeah. looks like chaos behind my desk now. So I'm still getting used to it, but I'm super excited. I did some test clips and my goal for this is to make content easy to create, which mm. I've never been in like a consistent flow because it's like set up the camera, take down the camera, set up the mic. So take you down say the say
1: content, you're gonna start doing more video
0: more video content like we kind of talk about that people should do you know like practice what you preach a little bit well then Um, send
2: that set up my way
0: too i will um (laughs) maybe three thousand dollars or so
2: but like it's been over the
0: years it's been over the years we'll see is it worth it i don't know um it kind of leads into my story time as far as like is it worth it is it not worth it so maybe we just i'll i'll go into story time but first Let's get started.
3: Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at do Welcome
0: to episode 310. I am the self-proclaimed ad doctor with no formal education to call myself an ad doctor. Andrew Peek, And with me today is Beth Russell and Jen, the one and only Barkin. Woohoo! We're here. We're here. So Yay. yeah, let's yeah, I'm excited. I'll just continue with my story time. Um, so content and trust is what is what I'm going for. So okay. is it worth what I spent on my camera? and equipment for content. First of all, I use it for other purposes. So, and I've had it for a couple of years and over time I've built it up. So it wasn't like I just spent all this money mm-hmm. on fancy camera and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, last night we were not in a mood to do any cooking, which really means I do. I do all the cooking, make sure no one's listening. I do all the cooking at, at the house. I'm like, I'm not cooking anything. I took Addy, our youngest to tumbling. So I got home at like seven 30. I'm like, it's getting late. Kids go to bed at eight because they're elementary and middle school. There we go. I'll order some food. So we wanted went out to Uber Eats because I did not feel like driving. I'm like, oh, let's try this little Greek place out that's like right around the corner. That's like my my limit. Like, I want something close so the food is mm-hmm. fresher, right? Yeah. So it doesn't um, take too long to Yeah. And it's called it like little yeah. it's called Little Greek. I've never been there. But the reviews look good. But I'm like, oh you never know. Like that could just be like friends, family. They're like, you know, guilted people until even reviews. So mm-hmm. we get it. And every single thing is branded with their logo. Like we got a first of all, how do you pronounce gyro? Euro.
1: Euro. Yeah. Well, I, well or the like first thing are, that I wanted to really say was gyro. Gyro. <laughs> yeah. Gyro. But I'm Kyro-y. pretty sure that's not right.
0: <laughs> it's definitely regional, right? Um, but who knows? That's that's funny. So that's what I ordered. That's what Lindsay ordered. Then we got some other yeah. things. Mm-hmm. But it was the Euro was wrapped in a branded like little what's it like parchment paper. Mm-hmm. okay the styrofoam it came in branded the mm-hmm. little wrap that goes around the napkins and forks branded mm-hmm. I'm like oh so immediately I'm like I kind of trust these people already I've never been to this place think about the opposite what if it came in like a generic the absolute cheapest to go container the cheapest mm-hmm. paper the cheapest this mm-hmm. I'd be like ooh, with food and maybe I'm weird with food safety but I would have had this impression like they probably cut corners somewhere
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have attention to, to detail. Attention yeah. to detail.
0: So brand super important,
1: to, oh, right? Like so I'm hoping quality.
0: the better camera setup should yeah. give the impression that we, I, all of us care just a little bit more. Yeah, because it's it's perfect. It's you know the audio is going to be 10 out of 10, the video 10 out of 10, all all these things. Is it necessary? I have no idea. Probably not because we're not used to seeing every single person make content with a fancy setup. Usually it's yeah phone boom, boom you're good to go so there's we'll
1: something to be said for there's, there's something having there. so the, mike and
0: kevin if you're listening i'm request. i'm just kidding
1: well not- that there is some, i agree with you in that there's something to be said for the quality of the output starts with quality tools mm-hmm. um yeah you know, I think about like my kids who are in sports and like my son coming to me saying like he needed, you know, for pitching, he needed the very best glove or the very best training weighted balls. And and I'd be like, oh, whatever. He's like, yeah, but, and, and there's something with the perception of yeah, I'm investing in myself. And then the output of what I'm producing is going to be that much
0: better. Yeah. Definitely. Agreed. And maybe there's like a minimum threshold, so you don't need to go like all out, but like it needs to be like it hits this threshold where like, okay, everyone is like, all right, I trust it enough. So maybe Mm -hmm. the company last night, they didn't need everything to be branded, but maybe just like the wrap around the food is enough because that was colored. It was like white and blue, which makes sense. Greek, like it would would be white and blue, Mm -hmm. but maybe not everything would have given the same feeling but nothing certainly gives the opposite negative feeling where you're like, Ooh, like, I don't know, like never been here before. It's not like, they didn't, they didn't take that extra step. Maybe they're actually being lazy. So it was a total the, shock moment. I'm like, Oh, I just got like marketed. What, what I are,
1: feel like I work addictive. out better when I, when I have like the brand, like, the, the legit shoes off. on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree. Mean, Whatever it takes. The yeah. Lululemon
2: versus the Amazon.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> if, if I had, if I had Lululemon, outfit lululemon matt mm-hmm. Lululemon.
0: <laughs> you're wearing like 600 dollars like, worth of stuff I be, airpods and yeah, it like,
2: would be like the best workout like,
0: this is the best workout in my life okay so
2: ever. i have a question when you guys go places and they have those like fully branded items or like you go to a restaurant and they have those thick nice paper towels in the bathroom oh, yeah. do you immediately go to like the dollar signs of how much all of that stuff costs because you know you know like the oh, amount I, I might... of money I definitely Um, think about that. I think Um, about it all the time because I think like, okay, they would save so much money just buying mm -hmm. the foam containers in bulk, but to get the emblem or to get Mm -hmm. the stamp of their logo, the amount of money and time that they invest into doing that. I'm like, okay, they care and they're investing in it and they have the money. So they have to have the profit. So they're making enough money. They're selling enough food. People must like them. Boom. Yep. Yeah. 100%.
0: And maybe there's something like we feel like we um it's like why apparel works for some companies and doesn't work for others. <laughs> you buy apparel because it makes you feel like you belong yeah. to whatever that brand is. I think that mm-hmm. um oh Mark at the summit, I forgot his last name from Thousand Watt. Davidson. he talked about oh. that. Was no, not Davis. it Was it Davidson? Mark, super cool dude. I think Mark, right? Thousand mm-hmm. Watt? Okay, I'm pretty sure it is. I, I'm terrible with last names. But he did, like you belong to this brand. Like, why do you buy Nike versus mm-hmm. New yeah. Balance? All the new, mm-hmm. there we go. Mark Davidson, Olivia's helping us out. Or why do you buy X Y Z bat versus another bat? Like I don't know. Like you're part of the club type of deal.
1: My my uh, husband will only buy Nike. Yeah. It's like even to the point of like following certain sporting like athletes. Oh, they're Under Armour. Oh, like they must not Forget be them. as good as like <laughs> A bunch of Nike. Yeah. <laughs> a nike branded athlete i under mean Armour's
0: from maryland so beth be is really sensitive things. about this this is i'm just, not sure what is else is me. from maryland this
1: is not me i'm saying i'm saying my husband
0: i'm just giving He's you a time another, <laughs> yeah. andrew. So. another andrew
1: another andrew yeah those andrews
0: man yeah we got old bay we have Isn't there wasn't there a cake <laughs> show in in maryland
2: cake boss he was in maryland yeah he was there in you go. cake
0: boss old bay under armor and the wire I think was, is, is oh, Baltimore.
2: <laughs> Thanks for that's that. Andrew. You're
0: welcome. You're welcome. Okay. All done with my distractions, <laughs> Beth or, or Jen, who wants to go next?
2: Um, well, I have a, another story about details, if you will. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. someone was, I was this talking to, without even knowing. And we always end up doing this or we're just really good at transitions and we don't give it ourselves enough credit. Maybe that's Um, all. but basically I was having a conversation with someone in the industry yesterday, they work in construction. And she was telling me why she left her previous builder and what was like the reason, like the catalyst to her just being like, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And she was on site with one of her like superiors, like, I guess, like an area construction manager type person. And And I think she was the superintendent at the time, essentially. And they were going through like their QA. So they were evaluating the home and she pointed out some things and the, per- the superior's response was, well, if they don't mention it, if they don't see it, then it's not actually a problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And she was like, nope, I'm Ooh. done. Like, I'm not going to be a part of this. This is not like, I don't want my name attached to this type of builder or to this type of mindset. And I think it's just really interesting because it's it points to integrity, right? And yeah, the that's details. That's exactly
1: what I was thinking.
2: Yeah. and that's like the
1: definition of integrity.
2: Mm-hmm, exactly. And it's like, she she wasn't willing to compromise her integrity to be a part of it and the details the little small things that he didn't think were a big deal they could eventually come back and bite you in the in the years later it could it could cost the company a lot of money it could cost the company their reputation it could cost him his job her her job all of these things like you have to have integrity in your building in your marketing, in your data collection, and how you do sales. Like if we lose our integrity, then there's a domino effect that could happen later on that could really cost us um, a lot more in the end.
0: Mm-hmm. So Agreed. It was a
2: cool little story. And I was just like, dang, you go, girl.
0: You go, you get it. Yeah, mm. You go, you go to a builder who cares about that. Yeah. Especially on the home side. I mean, that's the product. Like we're building yeah. homes. We're not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not building homes. She's building homes you know, props mm-hmm. to her. Like that's the, there will be someone living there 24 seven. Like they will find mm-hmm. those things eventually.
2: And I wish there were more people like her in in all areas, right. Not just in construction, but in, in marketing and sales and whatever, because her response to it was, I, I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. And if I can't make it better then I don't want to be there. And I, or I don't want to be in this industry anymore. She was like, I'll go like work at Chick-fil-A, like, you know, whatever Chick-fil-A. it is, like where it's I recruiting. feel like I'm making people happy.
0: For sure. And not be on a home inspector's TikTok wow. uh, reviewing like yet another, have y'all seen those yet another home builders? I'm being kind. Mm-hmm. Like it's TikTok, the content goes viral-ish because it's interesting. There's a story, there's tension, right? That's mm-hmm. more interesting than a perfectly made home. Right, which yeah. one do you want to watch the home? That looks like it's falling over the one. That's like, Oh, look, it's perfect.
1: Yeah. The train wreck.
0: Yeah. You want to watch the train wreck. <laughs> yeah. It's the same. You're, yeah. you're what's that? Rubber neck yeah. and you turn and You're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. You're looking at oh. the, the accident essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just drama. What do you, what do you got, Jen?
1: Well, I've got lots oh, no. of things oh, to talk no. about, no, but no. one thing that really stuck out, that's super relevant right now is that I was talking with on a coaching call this week with an online sales specialist and we were looking at numbers. And, you know, just one thing to keep in mind, I think, you know, as we move into this next few months, you know, things are, are are a little harder. People are looking at numbers and really scrutinizing everything. And so we were doing that together and just talking about lead to appointment, specifically Hers had dropped from September to October. Okay. And I was like, okay, like, why do you think that is? And I was expecting she was going to say something like, well, it's really harder right now. Like customers are being a little bit, it's harder to get them to an appointment. That's what I was anticipating she was going to say. But what she said was, she goes, I think it was me. And I think it was my mindset. She goes, I had kind of gone down this rabbit hole of watching a lot of media talk about interest rates and. How the market is tough. And she said, I think that was affecting me. Mm. And like I was projecting concerns I was having about the market onto the customers I was talking to. And so Mm. I I sat back and I was like, you know, that's really insightful of, you know, of yourself, that you're self-reflecting and you're realizing. And I said, okay, this is what we're gonna do. I said, right now, let's let's write down what are the pros of buying let's switch our brain what are the pros of buying a new home right now and so she starts she was like okay she's like you know we have inventory she's like there's not a lot of other inventory in the market i'm like exactly she's like we have you know a warranty you know we have a home warranty it's a new home like and i said exactly i said so think about you know cost versus you know, the cost of buying a new home versus the cost of a resale home where you might have a lot of other expenses that go into that. And she's like, exactly. Yeah. And I said, okay, what are, uh, oh, and she, I said, what else? She goes, incentives. We have incentives. And I said, exactly. There
0: we go. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. I said, mm-hmm. you have incentives, you have a warranty, it's a brand new home, you have inventory. I said, builders have you know, the ability right now to provide those incentives that Used homes don't have, you know, on the market. And so I said, What are the cons? Okay, we've made our pros list. What are the cons? And she was like, Well, I guess really the interest rate, you know, is the main thing. And I said, Okay. And I said, But people don't buy interest rates, they buy homes. So let's talk about how we can talk about that. And so we spent some time just kind of thinking about that and really what it boiled down to was the main thing is the affordability, you know, the, the affordability because in this particular online salesperson's market, affordability is huge because they're, they sell to more entry level, you Mm -hmm. know, first time home buyers and that affordability is crucial. And so we spent some time talking about like for online sales specialists, they're not trying to convince somebody you know especially like a new a new first time buyer it's like i'm not going to sit there and try to convince them that no. it's affordable like th- that they should purchase right now is a good time to buy at an 8% interest rate and the affordability is going to be fine for them but mm-hmm. what they need to focus on is let's do this come out take a look at how we build that way when you're ready and you feel comfortable you'll be able to determine if our builder is a good fit for you or not. And so I think online sales just has to have that perspective shift of they're so hung up on, like, I got to get, I got to sell. I got to get this person thinking that now they should buy when really let's just get them thinking about coming in and taking a look at our homes because hopefully they'll come in, they'll fall in love. They'll meet with that salesperson that's on site that can show them how Uh, cost changes what incentives they could work with to kind of help them to be more affordable Mm
3: -hmm. and
1: so it was a really good exercise to kind of go through that but how powerful I mean what you guys agree like that mindset of Mm -hmm. like if you're sitting there thinking like yeah like doom and gloom that's gonna project onto the people you're talking to
2: absolutely
0: yeah yeah I think um I just wrote this down. My brain is like getting excited from from everything you're saying. <laughs> I wrote, is affordability an objection or is it just a reduction of market size? So it, it's like semantics, like objection being like, well, you know, like you guys have nine foot ceilings, they have 10 foot ceilings. Mm-hmm. To me, that's objection. I'm not even in sales training. So tell me I'm wrong, like all day long versus affordability is like, if you cannot afford the home, like it, that doesn't, there is no objection. Like it's, you're not in right. the market. Exactly. Because you can't, mm-hmm. like it's, it's not
1: really an objection. It's not exactly. like, you know,
0: like work your finances a bit. It's like, right. no, like we, like for this person, we have no debt. Our income is as such, like, yeah. here's what we qualify for. It's not, that's not an objection. Like you can't right. do anything about it. But the objection yeah. is like, to me, there's choice for an objection. Yeah. So if they're on the phone and they already been, maybe they haven't been pre-qualified. They're just brand new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get them excited. Like, Hey, come on out. Have well, exactly. so much fun. Like come see our communities exactly. talking to people we know just you know Halloween was what two days ago Mm -hmm. our Halloween experience with our kiddos compared to our friends who live in uh, where we're at like we have very few new home communities Pinellas County St Pete Clearwater like west of west of Tampa very few new home communities our kids Halloween experience I can guarantee is 100 times better than those who live in a quote traditional community that's, like, where it's just, like, 68th Avenue, 70th Avenue, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're, like, there's no one doing, like, trick-or-treating. I'm, like, oh, come to ours plot. We got 70 houses. Everyone is out. End of their driveway. You don't have to knock on the door. Candy, 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 candy. And we're yeah. used to it. And so it's fun. Or they go to, oh, go to Wintry Oaks, which is a older established community. One entrance in, one entrance out. So they're all going to these places that are communities like wouldn't you want to live in a place like this like there's 20 kids on the block like all these things that are if they can't afford it like it makes the move like okay so we're $400 more per month whatever it is like that's a lifestyle upgrade but Mm -hmm. for a good reason if you have kids if you could even have that discussion Um, but there's there's more than just the numbers I think people forget like there's more than just the dollar amount like there's the value of community and and being around people if you have kiddos or if you don't like right going somewhere where like it's active
1: so exactly so to that point you know online sales can't have to be careful about getting hung up on their job is to engage and to get somebody excited about Hmm. the possibility of buying or building not to sell the home over the phone yep That's leave that for the salesperson, leave that for Mm -hmm. the people that are trained to do that out on site, just get them excited, have them think about what it would be like to live there, to trick or treat there in that community and get them out for informational sessions. You know, we, I've said this like 20,000 times, Mm -hmm. get the word appointment out of your, your, for, you know, words, your, your vocabulary and start talking about, we'd love to host you for a discovery tour. We'd love to host you for an informational session. And I'll be sure to let everybody know that you are just in the beginning stages of looking. They come out, sales gets them excited. Mm -hmm. They see how they could be living in the home. And that's, that's the shift. Like that's the mental shift that has to happen.
2: Yeah. And I think in any Rocky market situation, or when, you know, these doom and gloom conversations are kind of, or thoughts are looming either in your brain or the people that you're talking to's brain, remember one core thing. And it's that they're calling you for a reason.
1: Exactly. Like, they, they had they, to get on the they website. They saw the interest rates.
2: Yeah. Right? They had to be and looking. they called you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you just remember that, it can help right. you get in that mindset of like, yeah. okay, they're calling me for a reason. They're interested yeah. in this market. Let's let's have a party. Let's talk. Let's make it yeah. fun instead of check make it. it out. Yeah, yeah. do you
0: think pick up pick up Starbucks on the way? Like, come exactly. hang out a little bit. Like, I don't know if like to me this would be a thing. I don't know if you could do this because it is the person's schedule. But like, you find out they have they have kiddos. Like, hey, yeah, come by at a four thirty today. Or like, schedule an appointment where like the kids are out. Like, if you happen to be that familiar mm-hmm. with like the schedule, like, and then they mm-hmm. pull up in the street and, and they see like kids running around. Ours, I feel like most of our street, like we raise our kids like free, free range chickens. Like okay. just like, let them roam. Let them around. roam. It's yeah. gated. They're let out. Everyone's roam. got ring cameras all over the place. There's usually like two or three parents out doing something in their yard.
3: Mm-hmm. And there's 15, yeah.
0: 20 kids out. Now, if they're an older person with no kids and they don't want that, that'd be a terrible <laughs> idea.
1: Don't like, send oh. them out and <laughs> <At laughs> the adminis, hour. you know.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. What fun. Yeah. You're just getting, just getting them excited. Yeah. yeah. Why mm-hmm.
1: not? Why not? Yeah.
0: Any other stories we need to talk about? Anything else happened? I don't not on my end.
1: Well, listen, I I could tell I could tell you, Andrew, that today that presented to our online sales academy. I love it. And why I've been presenting to our online sales academy was because we wanted to do a session, like a marketing one oh one session for online sales. Okay. You know, just
0: yeah, that's needed. We,
1: we well, you know, we talk to online sales all the time. Like your job is to quantify what's happening, and like Beth said, when we were talking about earlier, somebody's like, "Yeah, I didn't really understand what that meant. Like I hear like how important this is, but what does that even mean?" Mm-hmm. So like Beth, what?
2: Yeah, I share think with it's, everybody. What you? I think what was really powerful the the conversation that you're referencing, Jen, is that she was like, "I I heard when I took this position." that I would have to own my data and I'd have to, I'd have to know my numbers. But I didn't know what that meant or the impact of actually doing that. And yeah. so what we did was painted a picture alongside Jesse and, and Amanda of what that meant from an organizational standpoint, going back to integrity, how important those numbers are, and this like mm-hmm. vital position that the online sales people have within maintaining that flow of the funnel. Um and the kind of feedback and, um, data and information and collaboration that can happen between marketing and online sales. And I think that's kind of where Mm -hmm. do you convert was rooted from is that relationship between market marketing and online sales? Because I feel like oftentimes we're seeing that marketing feels like a silo. They feel undervalued, unappreciated and, um, Like it's not as invested in. And then online sales can oftentimes feel the same, where, like, you know, sales gets all the glory and they're the ones writing the contracts and people aren't really sure what it is that they do or what it really means. And they feel like they can have more of an impact. And so we kind of talked through that and how the two departments can lean on one another and work together and find solace in the two of them collaborating and, and, and Celebrating one another, so it was really fun. It was really, really
1: it fun. Sounds
0: so positive.
2: Whoa, okay.
1: You know what so, I'm doing?
0: I'm stealing someone, Jen, Jesse, Amanda, for the Market Proof <gasps> Marketing yes, Academy. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Boom. And
0: Beth is Beth will okay. also do something. It so was good. It's like that gives me like I, two hours to like eat some food, take a little break during the academy because we're like sixteen hours of talking.
1: Can I share something oh, that is very relevant?
0: It's my horoscope With this you have conversation. In your hand?
1: What's that? Yeah, listen to this. Gemini. Hi. Okay. Every week I pull one of these random cards out. Okay, you guys know this? Mm-hmm.
0: I need to know what it says.
1: And yeah. well, I'm going to read it to you. Yes. So okay. this week's card is collaboration. Oh, Okay, let me read to you what it says. I take pride right. in my role as a good collaborator and look for opportunities to help support my colleagues' ideas rather than dismiss them outright. I fill my meetings with yeses and ands, and I celebrate the constructive power they have over buts and oars. Unless amazing. I work for a company that makes cigarettes and boats, in which case buts and oars would be oh, never mind.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know why this reminds me of Elena Money Garmin. I, I don't know why. Like, it just seems like something she'd say so positively
1: yeah collaboration i like it but you know when beth was talking did you notice andrew she was like
0: she's like dancing i do boom, it when boom, i eat
2: boom. too yeah when things like, make me happy
1: i just start wiggling chick-fil-a
0: nugget chick-fil-a sauce but sweet yeah, like, tea
2: you know they're no no they're, sweet tea collaboration
1: between Go. online sales onsite sales marketing you know it's an mm-hmm. ecosystem they all need to be collaborating working together and even just within um teams Mm -hmm. You know, collaborating like us, you know, like we collaborate, you know, we could easily live in our own silos between sales and online sales. I mean, marketing and online sales or whatever, but magic happens when you collaborate.
0: The magic. I love it. It's a
1: magical collaboration.
0: That's it for today. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's not it for today.
1: And Um, we are out.
0: And on to the news. Here's a fun one. I'll let Jen take this first one. Oh, I wrote gosh. a blog post on GA4. Am. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is collaboration in effect. Um, no, we don't have to do that.
2: Did you see well, that I shared? You
1: did share it.
0: You you commented on it on LinkedIn. It was awesome. It I, was, I read it. Was good. It
1: was good. I read go. it. Andrew,
0: that's perfect collaboration. You read it? Mm-hmm. Did you? It's I read it. Med. She
2: knows it's not Gatorade, right?
1: Okay. You know that's my joke. GA4 oh, yeah. is not is
0: it Gatorade. G- is G4 the G- Gatorade? Is it G4? I don't it's know. Something. It sounds
1: like it should be Gatorade. That's why I'm sounds like, it's not a Gatorade.
0: That's a perfect blend of electrolytes. I will electrolytes. let you
1: explain it. I read it though. And I said that I am happy that you are on this team and that you can share these very insightful things with the world.
0: Very insightful. But it's I very will exciting. you
1: explain it.
0: It's actually the opposite of exciting. It's yet another thing that Google has done to make GA4 just a little more challenging. Mm-hmm. So for everyone listening... Previously in Universal Analytics, you can change the default channel grouping settings. So we're we're bringing all this data. We want to put it in nice organized buckets. You could change those settings with the default group of those buckets, channels. And GA4, you can't do that. You have to duplicate the default mm-hmm. channel groupings, and then you have your own custom one, whatever you want to call it, you know, DYC channel groupings, like make it make it a cool name or, or Beth's channel groupings. You know, put your put your stamp on it. And then you could change things so it's like this extra step you have to do it's really not that big a deal uh, but for most of us you do have to change it a bit especially if you previously had like a syndication channel mm-hmm. now that's going to what they're calling unassigned and ideally unassigned is as little as possible we've seen some builders it just explodes because they either have a misspelling in their and their utms or there's something technical going on that like the data is not being interpreted correctly from Google Analytics. So we need to own our data. We need to know our data. We need to be familiar and best friends with it. So if you're seeing unassigned, essentially the symptom is if you see unassigned is a very big traffic source. Chances are you need to check this article out and, and make the changes. Super quick and easy. I'd say five to twenty minutes, depending on experience, to get it done. Not mm-hmm. a big deal. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: sometimes we have to do those things though, which was you do kind, kind of some your point. Things. Like you've got to yeah, you've got to sit down and. Focus. Me me. Put on some, put on some, some rap music and
0: yes, some. Really, who, um, Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. Who else should we put on? Sexy. I am mean, more like OG. No.
1: I'm like you know.
0: Notorious. Yeah. Tupac. Tupac. Oh, Tupac. Um, there we go.
1: Yeah, Dr. Dre. Snoop Dogg. Dr. Dog. Dre. Yeah,
0: yeah, Eminem. He's not old school. Actually, you think about it, like oh,
2: we're old, Andrew.
0: He is getting. He's a little aged. Yeah, But all the young kids still like them, all these youngins, you know. Who Mm. knows? Who knows? Well, let's go on to the next one. Uh, Beth, you want to take this one? It's about big money from the White House.
2: Big money. Um, White House House opens $45 billion in federal funds to developers to convert offices to homes. So essentially what's going on is they are helping fund all of these offices that have at least 25% vacancy rate. And providing some funds to developers and incentives to developers to convert said vacant offices into um, affordable, affordable renting uh, homes for people. So that way, like part of it is also like trying to keep the housing area local to where people are working. And so there's less fuel emissions and less commutes and, you know, things going on there. So there's some added benefits. But I'm curious of what you all think about this because I fear like what happens in like 10 years. Yeah. Where how affordable are these going to are they going to maintain said affordability? Yeah. I
1: think
0: this a really terrible do we really idea?
2: need to think about 10 years from
1: now? I don't know. Oh,
0: no, ten years, ten years from now we'll have a population <laughs> issue. Like there's not yeah, enough.
1: Like people. I mean, like, when I first read this article, I'll be forty
0: four, so I'm good.
1: Andrew, Andrew might be thinking about, you know, empty nesting and moving into one of these,
0: um, um... <laughs> 10 years. Let's see. Our oldest will be 21. So there's that. Our youngest well, will be 16.
1: I, I don't Not know. About, that. When I, when I first read this, mm-hmm. I thought it was positive, but I was, I was thinking like one affordability. And I was also thinking about that. I have two young adults who are going to be wanting to move out um mm-hmm. on their own here yeah. soon and i had recently visited dc when okay. i was thinking i was in georgetown and i was That's like where my oh, son was born a- oh, I-, so I was it's like beautiful. this is such a fun mm-hmm. cool place to live mm-hmm. but it's yeah. so expensive yep and i was thinking like how cool it would be if I was a 20 something, you know, just at a college young professional and I wanted to live in a Georgetown Lake area. And and I saw this article and I was thinking, oh, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking at it from that perspective.
2: No, I totally agree. And I think it's, it kind of circles back to what EYA did in Silver Spring, Maryland. That's where, yes. Yeah. You know, where they're taking, um, they're instead of doing X percentage for, Mm-hmm. Affordable housing, or uh, what is it called, um, Section Eight housing? They're expanding oh. it a little bit further, yeah. and okay. so they're making it like based off of the income that the person makes, and so mm-hmm. there's more people that can afford to live there. So I think it depends on how it's defined, um, and making sure that it's it's regulated in some sense. Uh, but mm-hmm. I do agree that it's it's a it's creative because having lived in the D.C. area, having lived in in other city big cities, there are so many office buildings and office space that's just not being sitting used. vacant sitting vacant yeah not yeah. being used and then also you have like the only things that are coming up are high-end condos or high-end townhomes that mm-hmm. are harder to afford as a young couple so i think there's a lot of value there I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes and i just hope that the the greedy developers at the top aren't taking advantage of it but they do good things like like eya
0: did yeah, yeah. um so i'll be the counter argument just to be the counter argument mm. I think oh, it's good. a terrible I think it's a terrible idea mm. um more so because of well can we have housing in that building based off of regulation city county whatever like well that's mm-hmm. a nightmare like are we going to spend more let's say like it to build a brand new low square footage one one two one two two whatever setup that is quote affordable is that actually cheaper than retrofitting a I'm just thinking, like, uh, what's the big last big office I was in, uh, like a couple weeks ago? Like, there's one bathroom down the hallway.
2: Yeah.
1: So now we need to have mm-hmm.
0: plumbing for. Oh, you're a saying a bathroom like, like is it? How is that even possible? Yeah.
2: Each, and each then unit.
0: Based off yeah. of like, all right, the toilets here. We need X amount of inches for this. 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 Well, we need mm-hmm. windows. We need. What about fire? What about all these mm-hmm. other things that are not typical
1: mm-hmm. at
0: all for mm-hmm. commercial compared to residential. Well, do we need to change this? I'm like, oh, geez. Like, well, yeah, it actually, there's, well, no, it actually cost there's more. no,
1: land to build those there's, types of things unless in a, in a big city, unless you convert.
0: That is true. But if yeah. it's, I guess I'm thinking if it's not worth the developers money to retrofit, remix their current vacancies, like they're not yeah. willing to invest it themselves. Is this even enough money to make it profitable?
2: Yeah, I think, or is it like a losing
0: game? Like the government's throwing money at it and they're spending 300 K for something that will cost. 200k or I'll bring it like it's a negative ROI that way that way that's the reason yeah. no one's doing it
2: mm-hmm.
0: maybe I don't know I'm sure it's It's building to building it's location to location but I'm like oh geez like should have could have this been hey we're actually sending 45 billion to build homes that have to be in this price range mm-hmm. so they'll be outside they won't be downtown like it compared us to um to the UK I think it had like 25 percent vacancy versus 8 percent in Europe I've never been to Europe, so hear me out on this Me neither. but transit and all those things are significantly better Mm -hmm. and you're closer. So maybe Mm -hmm. 8% is not because there's anything wrong with our commercial property, but like, it's all these other factors that make their vacancy lower. Like, would it be better to, I'm thinking about like some of the products that some of the builders are coming out with that are like six to like 1100 square feet, much smaller. Mm -hmm. Like how many more homes can they build for that, that are truly affordable? That won't be rentals that will build mm-hmm. equity over time for people that are, that would be long-term renters. And then their lives are actually improved because they're building equity over five, 10 years. Yeah. I think there maybe they're doing I that I think already. it depends
1: on the, I think it depends on the market, the town. Yeah. The Agreed. the vetting, you know, like, like what,
2: yeah. There's a lot of questions that need to yeah. be answered to make this truly yeah. successful and impactful. So I yeah. think that's where it's like, it sounds great. But
1: like
0: is yeah like yeah, i think a big we could we could probably place a bet on this and be bet. like okay what's the um you probably walked by it Jen, when you're in dc what is the government group that like essentially audits the government itself you know what i'm talking about oh, i forgot the name of it but like ten years from now when this is done they'll be like well we spent 45 billion 22 mm-hmm. billion was fraud because you just applied for this like the like the uh, payroll protection mm-hmm. loans Mm-hmm. Like, all these people abusing the program, like, hmm, this kind of has the potential for that. Like, here's a money grab, here's this, and then the timeline's on it. I'm just being... So I took the negative approach on this one, like, ah.
1: Let's I like put, it. let put holes in it. No. Yeah, Who knows? Interesting.
0: Who knows? We'll find out. I don't even know if this is approved or if it's just an idea that they're pushed through. Um, we'll find out.
1: Well, interesting. yeah, push on Friday to help.
0: Finance. On a, To me, a definite positive is the next one from... The truth mortgage.com. so that's that's a fun site there um but there's this lender and where <laughs> city were they in that's essentially they're going out there we go and Glenville New York-based trust Code bank has come up with a novel concept to get homeowners moving again literally so they're essentially splitting the mortgage rate if you have a three percent rate and then you've are approved for seven percent mm-hmm. they'll meet you in the middle and that's your new mortgage rate so they're trying to get do you have to have the mortgage already with them? Yes. I think you do. So, so this is a very limited pool of Very people.
2: limited group. You're trading and... your
0: good rate because they don't make any money on it, sort mm-hmm. of lower yield, um, lower return, and then you're swapping it for a higher one. Yeah. But they kind of leave out, though, to shoot holes in their data. They didn't talk about the higher cost of the home. So, you bought the home at 400K at 3%. Mm-hmm. Your new home you want to move up to is now 650 at five and a half. So, like, that's I don't a know.
1: big difference. I think it's, if you have to move <laughs> and you're able
0: to finance with them, like, this is a great thing. Uh, but
1: I like their, their um, image on the, uh, the article, a blowout sale. Blowout sale. Um, oh, that's, that's a fun 20 one. to
2: 50% off.
0: I mean, yeah, kind of 50% off. Each in the middle. I creative think math.
2: it's creative. I think they're kind of taking a page out of builders, you know, out of our books about what we're doing. Um, but like you said, it's extremely limited. And I think what's, it would be more interesting to me if they were able to do that for people who are like relocating. So like if a big yeah. national chain could do this or like people who actually sell their mortgages and you never know who your mortgage is going to, cause that they talked about that. Like they actually hold on to their mortgage. They don't sell them off. So like, um, it would have been lovely if we could have maybe sold a house and then gotten a lower rate than what we did because we had to move, we didn't have an option. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's interesting there, there's some legs there. I'm curious to see if other people follow suit or if this is, if this is, um, just a one and done type scenario. Especially but... if you
0: already like we refied with rocket mortgage because they were like amazing salespeople, like 10 out of 10, was they closed recently? me like, t- um, it was 20, 2020. to we, like we closed in 2021. Okay. So it's yeah. We bought our home in 2018. So we went from okay. like four down to we're one of the people on here that would like, why would we ever get rid of our mortgage? Right. Like Rocket has the, they came out with a 1% down payment plan um, product, which is pretty cool. And then you get a grant. So I like Rocket's approach because then it's for almost anybody. Mm-hmm. But it'd be mm-hmm. interesting if Rocket follows suit because they're the whole nation. They have a lot of people like, mm-hmm. Hey, Andrew, I get an email from them. Considering moving. We'll, we'll meet in the middle. Yeah. Work rates are at seven, but you could be at here. And that affects a lot of people. So that'd be that's a I good mean, idea. Yeah.
1: It makes me excited that people are continuing to try to get creative on how to make it more
2: affordable to buy a home. Like that's a yeah. positive.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, and I think you
2: know. from a consumer standpoint, it tells us that, like, things aren't as always black and white as they seem. Like there is some creative right. things that could occur yeah. behind the scenes that we just aren't used to or don't know about because we're not like well-versed yeah. in this, which I think ties into the next article. Yeah,
0: the Which is why
2: I bought my popcorn because it's been a very interesting week oh. in the real estate world.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. It's been fun. What's interesting is it's not really mainstream as far as like, I called my dad about it. He's an attorney. So I guess first, let's talk about what we're talking about. Um, (laughs) So this is from housingwire.com, although you could go almost anywhere and just type in Missouri NAR lawsuit and it pulls up everything. But brokers prepare for changes after the Sitzer slash Burnett commission lawsuit verdict. Well, that's that's a lot. Um, Who wants to explain this probably better than I can?
2: There's two parts of this lawsuit that I think are digestible to people, right? There we go. There's the one side that is saying like, Hey, six percent is isn't a standard. It's not a requirement, right? But we have been told within the industry and consumers have been told that six percent is the standard and the required it's, amount that you pay like in commission. Uh, it's like the um
1: wait, what's that Mandela effect? Like where you just there's been something in existence that you just
2: Yeah. Right. Like the uh, shack. Assume, like you need like
0: you need 20% to buy a house. A lot of people think you need 20% yes, down. Exactly. It's like, like this is you don't the need
2: this is the
1: standard when yeah. that was never really. There's
2: nothing any, written down in law yeah, saying no, like, you have to pay six like, percent.
0: Yeah. Or like yeah, even use yeah. a real estate agent or realtor. Mm-hmm. So realtor's the registered name mm-hmm. if you're with NAR.
1: No, I you know, I was a I was a realtor. I worked for a brokerage. Yeah. But that you know was what was always it's just like that always was existed
2: like that was the so everyone believed it to be true so that's one side and then the other side which is the meat of this lawsuit in general is the fact that sellers were paying buyer agent commissions so they were essentially their argument was that we are paying for someone to negotiate against us and so one of the verdict or one of the plaintiffs i'm sorry her situation that she laid out was like when we said we're paying 6%, right? But when all was said and done in our actual net, um, whatever, my profits, proceeds. our net profits, there we go. Our net profits that we made from the sale of our home, it was actually 20% that went to agent That's commissions. And half of which is, you know, I think that in that instance, it might've been actually too specifically the buyer, but it's, it's crazy because they were just like that. We shouldn't have to pay. Like they are choosing to use this realtor. They pick their realtor. Yeah. The realtor works for them, not for us. And we are paying them. So those two side of things, which then, you know, is is domino effect of other lawsuits now are happening. Uh, they've already filed another one. The plaintiff attorney has already filed another one. And then yeah. you have the things that's happening that we talked about before with like Redfin saying, we're not going to pay by our agent commissions, all this stuff. hmm Ooh.
0: yeah. So they're found guilty Not of porn. collusion and there's all these things, you know, collusion being, let me have the definition secret or illegal cooperation or conspiracy, especially in order to cheat or deceive others. So that yeah. sounds so that's it's such so a guilty like, word, right? It's so like, like, oh. mind
1: blowing when you actually stop and think about this for a second. Like yeah. what you were just yeah. saying, Beth, is like, if I'm listing my house and I'm paying a 6% mm-hmm. fee. yeah. Half of that is going to pay for the buyer's agent, which you're right is negotiate. Is be I'm paying right. somebody to negotiate against mm-hmm. me or like represent somebody else in this transaction? Like when you actually price. think about, yeah, like that's crazy. But like literally, have never. I will admit, I have never thought about it in that way. Never yeah.
0: questioned it
2: because it's just been part of the process, right? Yeah,
1: I
0: think I think yeah. if we're watching like The Sopranos or or one of those shows, and like they, you put in the accents of these like Italian guys, and it's like, hey, you want to sell your house? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Here's how it's gonna work. And then you put, I'm not gonna try to mimic the accents, but like <laughs> oh, the guy's coming on, up to you, and he's, <laughs> please. please do it, don't do it. He's like, yeah. you know, if you like, uh, no, not to do it. Uh, what's funny is like Carson, our oldest, his best friend's parents' dad is from um, Sicily, and it's this crazy accent. It's it's hilarious, um, but you. They would be like, "Hey, you pay me. We're gonna take six percent, three percent. You know, half of that's gonna go to this guy over here." And you're mm-hmm. like, "Wait, what? Like, I'm paying that? Yeah. That guy hates me. He's trying to steal my washer and dryer and like the appliances right. and like all this other stuff. And they want to take down fifty thousand dollars on the price. I'm gonna pay that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just how it works. You know, if you don't do it, we're not gonna sell your home. We're not gonna talk about your home. We're not gonna list your home. Actually, we, you can't even list your home because you have to put in something yeah. on the MLS." I think that's, so there's all this evidence that's like, like supports this collusion and you're like, wow, but the verdict was 1.35 billion just for the Missouri case, which was like yeah. 200 something thousand homes. Now, I don't know where this money's coming from or who it goes to, but that was just Missouri. Mm-hmm. Even if you did $2 billion for all the other States, is there like over a trillion dollars in like money that could be a verdict? potentially I have no idea
1: I don't um, know pull your popcorn out pull your popcorn <laughs> out but um, I got my Taylor Swift popcorn, <laughs> popcorn.
0: yeah the notorious Rob was at, at the I... summit and he talked about this in depth if mm-hmm. you want like I think he's the best with following all this and the details um he's Robert great Hahn. Robert Hahn yeah um super intelligent he does have I don't say bias because that, that that sounds accusatory but he is building a product that has the that's like the solution after all this yeah. settles right so there is mm-hmm. you know there is that there but i still think everything he's saying seems very even and it's it's factual and he's referencing links and it's it's hey, really he's one good of content. the
2: first people to really put it out there of like yeah
0: he blew hey. up mm-hmm. and and
2: yeah, he's been in the industry for a guy. long time and work has worked alongside wow. mls for a long time so yeah, it's, inter- it's really stuff. fascinating
0: totally to listen to. yeah it's going to be Really interesting, but most people don't know about it. I, I talked to my I, as I started talk to my dad. He's an attorney, um, I'm gonna, and yeah, so he, I'm, gonna, I'm like, hey, have you seen this case? He's like, no. Tell me about it. He's like,
1: hmm. I'm gonna call that's some really of my interesting my yeah. old friends.
0: Like, how do you yeah. feel about this? Of course, realtors like, like, I I just assume they're like, this is garbage. It's you know a bunch of whatever peep.
1: I'm gonna
2: find out. I'm gonna pull my peoples yeah. and
0: report back. Yeah, change I, to... I need to talk to
2: some of my friends that are realtors. Cause like it's not that realtors are bad people or, or sketchy no, people. you said it's just it's, they, it, it's just been the way it is. It's been the way. Exactly. It's and been like, the way. This is buyers' the way. agents sometimes are working harder than some of the seller agents on oh, a sure. lot of cases. And so totally. like they're handling a lot by guiding their the process. people around
1: and seeing homes. You know.
2: And the reality yeah. is that the other solution is that it comes out of pocket of the buyer, which makes affordability even harder because now they have to pay right, agent commissions yeah. or agent rates that they never had to pay before. And would so, they? And, would they? And,
0: and could they finance that yeah. or not finance it? Uh, that's yeah. really like part of it. It's like the money's never really seen. And I think that's mm-hmm. how it's worked for so long. Like it's just, oh, the money comes out of here and the buyer is like, oh, okay, cool. But if you're like, hey, for me to buy this home with with you, I'll negotiate. Here's all here's the value I provide. It's going to be six thousand dollars, and I want you pay initial fee now two thousand, and then once we put a contract on home another two thousand, and then once we close it's another two thousand. If you don't pay, there's a lien against your home, and I can foreclose it against you. <laughs> right? Jeez. Wouldn't that be? I think that's how it would work, wouldn't it? Like, that's oh my god! Just like if you have a roof, they put oh, a lien against know. your home until like the balance is paid or any yeah. major house house project. Um, and you go, um, and I have to pay cash. Like I, mm-hmm. I have 6,000 for my down payment or 16 or 60. Like I have to take some of that away to pay you. What if I don't use a buyer's agent? Well, like man, that's yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Get the popcorn out. That is definitely the popcorn.
2: This has been a great prop for today's goal.
0: What kind of popcorn, by the way, did you make um, it yourself I or go it,
2: with my oh, favorite oh, popcorn. popcorn, I'm boring. So I did like, I know I'm sorry. I'm really boring. I don't like overly butter or like overly okay. salty. So like I mm-hmm. do, um, I've f- I don't remember which brand it is, but it's like the natural one and just like natural, oh, yeah, original or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a brown oh. box.
0: I like the purple bag. Which one is that one? Boom chicka pop.
2: Oh, mine like I popped it. Boom chicka pop It's not pre-popped. I popped it.
0: Boom chicka. What is it? What is the popcorn? I need to know. People are it's like boom, this chicka dude. It's boom, pop. You're right. Yeah, boom, chicka pop. Sweet and salty kettle corn. It's like four bucks. Mm. But once you open the bag, you got to eat it, like, the whole thing right there. Yeah, especially so. kettle
2: corn because it could lose its crisp. Like, it's like. Yeah.
0: It's Throw it in the bite. air fryer. Just kidding. Don't mm. do that. Sounds like a terrible idea. Um, well, that's it for the news this week. Um, current favorites and or mm. your least favorite, what you hate. Hate is a strong word, but I really, mm. really, really don't like it whatever it may be.
2: I'm going to yeah. be nice today. I'm not going to go negative. I'm going to stay positive. Okay. okay. Um, and stay along me eating, which is a constant That's a theme. sweet cup,
0: by the way, Taylor Swift yeah. cup right there.
2: Taylor. Yeah. I got to go with my Taylor Swift cup. Okay. I took my daughter to see it. Um, nice. right. but yeah, I have the, eating all the candy. So we talked today on the, on our marketing call or internal marketing call about how good the Reese's take five candies are like, I'm not a chocolate person. I usually go towards the fruity stuff, like a starburst or some Skittles. Oh yeah. Like those are my jam. Put those together. Oh, lovely. It's like a party,
0: it is but party.
2: I am upset. They're like crack The Reese's take five. They're so good. And I can't stop eating them. So,
1: well, one of my favorite things was seeing mm-hmm. your pictures of your family Halloween costumes, which oh, were on point.
0: Yeah. You were hook. Your Hulk, family was hook themed.
1: Yeah, it's pretty legit. Tink.
0: Yeah. Peter pan. Next year, I need to. I'll make them all do a theme so we yeah, can go you all. You guys
1: out. need yeah. Andrew, you want to get. I'm like blood I'm gonna, and like all. This I'm gonna dress my dogs up. I think next year they went, be one of that that would. That would be adorable.
2: My That'd kids be... were like all in. Like if you saw the video I posted on Instagram, oh. Cullen was like fighting Mike. Oh, that like that's. They were so cute. Mike had like sweet eyebrows. I drew eyebrows on him. Amazing. It was. You guys gotta check it out. Maybe we'll put a picture in. So or take
0: five, take five Reese's. I'm, I swear I've had one of those, but then it's they so had a good. while where they're like, we're putting pretzels in here and the Reese's, and we're putting pretzels. chips in here. That well, that one's like its own separate thing versus like a Reese's with like oh. one extra ingredient. You know,
2: mm. I got gotcha you so, now. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. my yeah.
1: favorite thing. I'm gonna be that person Ooh. today. Starbucks has their holiday yeah. drinks. Oh. What'd you get?
0: The praline peppermint
1: one? mocha. Okay. my favorite holiday. Interesting. So, hmm. my son brought me one today, and so nice I'm of him. yes, I love um, Sam. I know Sam is just Sam. I am. Yeah, Sam, we're also Sam super Sam. fans of Sam.
0: Yeah, that's great. Sam, like Sam
1: dressed up as Oompa Loompa. At the pictures were awesome. Chesapeake.
0: At his builder,
2: <laughs> oh, I did see the picture. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, tour oh, the uh, chocolate factory let's see my favorite i'll go well i got two things one i've been addicted to so i like energy drinks there's people that like them and the people that don't like them like Mm -hmm. it's definitely there's (laughs) no in between right Mm -mm. i i wish they would make these caffeine free is my wish i think they're missing out on a market or have it like or a low calf this is only like 160 or 140 milligrams for this one. what flavor um so here's the thing i was just thinking about how dumb Someone is at monster, monster. You're dumb. What flavor is this? I've been drinking this on the podcast.
1: It looks like some kind of great. It's purple. Why is
0: the logo not this way for when I drink it and you see it like what it is?
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Why are
0: they? Why am I looking at the logo? You see it's like the, the nutrition facts and like the warning label do not per- exceed more than five of these a day or something like that. Um, but yeah, the purple, the ultraviolet 10 out of 10 and anything great has been been great but mm-hmm. i'll go the candy theme as far as my true favorite um the i think it's very very the purple bag of skittles oh mixed, so good mixed with starburst take a starburst skittles in the middle another Starburst mm-hmm. together oh okay that's the party in your mouth right there that that's is good. really
2: good i you know what's weird is that starburst came sa- mm-hmm. starburst came out with their like starburst minis which are basically like cut down smaller oh, yeah. they're mm-hmm. not good
0: they're not good it's wrong. It's I wrong.
2: don't. They taste like waxy. There's, I don't
1: know what it yeah, is about it. Yeah, there's
0: less moisture in it. If that's even a word, to you. they're less moist. Like they're Andrew, they're like dry. You
1: know how I feel about that word? <laughs> don't say that.
0: Don't say that word. That's an <laughs> ick word. There's a whole bunch of ick words. What's it? There's more of these from the summit. So sign up yeah. for the VIP for the summit if you want to know more about our ick <laughs> words. No, there's much more reasons. We'll be in Chicago next year. It will oh, be freezing so or amazing. Oh,
1: man. It's I my found. favorite one.
0: We're like right by the bean. Like oh. we're like bean and okay. the river. There's so much good Counting food right there. The Remember the popcorn? Like, I know this oh is like gosh. touristy stuff. People from Chicago. Jackie Lipinski's like, oh my gosh, you people are so embarrassing. I'm it's like talking key Lime pie and, and key west, but the popcorn, you get them all mixed together, all the flavors. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Fuck me On out. That I'm I'm starving. pumped. I'm pumped. Let's go. And it's October. It's our latest summit, I think, ever, maybe. Usually It'd be it's like great. September. Mm. First one was hurricanes. in October. Okay. We're going back to like late, like
1: mid October. And that oh, was wow. in that yeah. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas.
0: So Chicago. Yeah. Good and it'll be, yeah, sign up. Get on that list. Well, let's see. That is it for this week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to become a member for free of G Converts All Access Community App for home builders and developers. Watch behind the scenes video from the podcast, frequent exclusive postings, super exclusive and analysis from the DYC team, access to private hangouts and more.
3: See y'all.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Thanks for joining us on another episode of Market Proof Marketing. Can't wait for the next one or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else, access to private events, and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.doyouconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peak, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof.